You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. About the word this morning. Hey, let's give the team a hand. These guys are phenomenal. These guys are awesome. They work hard. They are great. I tell you what, who's had, who had an awesome Christmas? Who's still in like holiday mode? Who took like five coffees to get out of holiday mode for a second and come to church? Anyone? No? All right. Cool. You wouldn't want to admit to that, would you? No, it is exciting. 2018 is upon us, like I said, which is pretty crazy. And uh, and we're into it. I reckon, I, I, I kind of say to some friends, I'm like, we need a month, like an invisible month between December and January, like a get ready month, or maybe just two weeks, just to warm up, just to get our, our goals and our lists planned for the year. And uh, so that when January 1st comes around, we're ready. We're born, we're there, we're ready. But we kind of wake up on January 1 and we're like, oh, well, it's already happened. Here we go, I'm, I'm off. You know, kind of like you've been kicked out the door of your home and you're just like stumbling on into 2018 and it's happening. Who feels like that? Am I the only one? I may, maybe I'm the only one. I feel like that. Maybe all you guys have your, your goals and your lists and your things planned. Who's got their goals ready? Who's got their, their resolutions? What'd you say, Pastor Christina? Resolve. I like that. That is awesome. The, your yearly resolves, I think that's pretty good. That, that does sound stubborn, you know. It's not just kind of like, yeah, i got some resolutions. My resolution is to come up with some resolutions. Um, that's what I'm going to do soon. So this, uh, today, um, we're kicking off a new series, Clear View. And if you want to flick with me, uh, flick, or if you have your Bibles charged, um, press with me, touch the screen with me, to Genesis 15. Genesis 15. Last week, um, Pastor Darren, uh, he preached in Genesis, and he kind of kicked it off with, um, with Abraham sacrificing, uh, well, he didn't end up sacrificing him, spoiler alert, uh, Isaac, because God asked him to sacrifice, sacrificing our dreams and consecrating our dreams to God. And we're going to kind of reverse back a little bit to the bit more to the beginning of before Isaac existed and where Abram was Abram and not Abraham. So I'm going to try and remember to call him Abram, not Abraham. And uh, we see him here uh, where he starts to, to have a dialogue, have a discussion with God uh, about an heir, about a son. And uh, you guys can bring that out if you want. I've got a bit of a stage prop this morning to help me out. It's on its way. It is tent. Give a hand for the tent. <laughs> Just to feel that awkward space. Awesome. Let's give these guys a hand. That was some awesome tent carrying skills. I mean, that's what you need to do in an emergency, right? We've got the tent here this morning because we're going to read Genesis 15, 1 to 6. Come on, let's read with me. You don't have to read with me. I'll read it, but just read along. It says, After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid. Abram, I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I still remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no children. So as a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him and said, This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. 
And he took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. And then he said to them, so shall your offspring be. And Abram believed God and he credited it to him as righteousness. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for 2018. We thank you for 2017. Lord, we thank you for all the the things that you're involved in, even though it may not have looked that great, God, you are with us. You will never leave us or forsake us. So we thank you for being with us for 2017. And Lord, we thank you that you go before us for 2018. And Lord, I just declare a boldness, a confidence. I declare a hope and faith to rise up on the inside of every single one of us to take on and run into 2018 with a spirit of faith in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but uh, this time of year when we start to come up with our, our, our goals and our resolutions and our revolutions and our resolves and all these kind of things, we, we tend to, we set expectations for the year, right? We set, we set high expectations, low expectations, medium expectations. Uh, but sometimes, I, you know, if you're like me, I'm a bit wary to, to set expectations. I don't know, but um, so this year... I didn't have a goal, but I kind of achieved, a little humble brag here, uh, I ran a thousand kilometers for the year. I was, pretty, I was pretty pumped about that. I was like, a thousand kilometers. Now that's in the, in the long distance running uh, crew community, that's, that's not that much. Um, but I was pretty pumped, but I, di- I didn't set this goal. I didn't have a goal to run a thousand kilometers. And uh, I just happened to get close. I was just consistent all year and I reached a thousand kilometers. And uh, Pastor Nate, I was hanging out with Pastor Nate at, uh, at Jimmy's Beach over the last couple of days. And he said, oh, you, have you signed up on Strava for the thousand kilometer goals for the like run goal for the year? I said, I'm not doing that. So I don't need that pressure on myself. I'm not going to set an expectation that I have to meet a thousand kilometers. I'm like, if I get there, I'm happy. But I'm not going to put that pressure on me. I mean, it's kind of like, if you're like me, I don't, when I go to the movies, I don't like people hyping movies up too much. You know, there's people that hype movies up too much. There's, you have some friends that every movie is 10 out of 10. You've got to not listen to them because you might be disappointed. But sometimes, like, I get pumped for a movie because someone tells me how good it is. I go, it's not that good. They've set the bar of expectation up here. I go see the movie. It's down here somewhere. So my theory is if I just don't hear anything about the movie, I've got zero expectation. I'm happy. I'm happy because anything over that expect level of expectation is a win to me. I'm like, I'm pumped. And rarely, I don't know if you saw the movie Dunkirk. I mean, this is not really relevant. But I had high expectation. And that, man, I'll tell you what, this year, that exceeded my expectations. So sometimes that happens. But I believe that some of us have left 2017 we're at the beginning of 2017, we had high expectations. We had some high goals. We had some things we wanted to achieve, things that we wanted to do. And we're entering 2018 and we're like, I, we're entering a bit disappointed, a bit deflated. And we're like, you know what? If I, if I lower my bar of expectation, if I bring it down here, you know, then, then it's going to be easy. I'm going to be able to exceed my expectation. And I'm going to be pumped. I'm going to get to the end of 2018 with all my low expectations, have exceeded them, and I'm going to be happy. So some of us enter 2018 lowering our expectation. If I have none, I've got to I'm win. Win-win situation. Some of us are coming into 2018 with like really high expectations, which is awesome. Come on, Julie. 
Come on, a high expectation. Some of us are coming in with some awesome goals and things that we have planned for 2018. Some of us have some grand holidays. So we've got like some high expectations of like good vacationing in a resort in Bali or whatever you're doing, maybe camping and uh, in winter and cold without a, a fly. But um, some of us have low expectations. We're, we were disappointed, so we've lowered our expectations. Some of us have high expectations high goals, which is awesome. We begin to start to collect our goals, collect our thoughts. But I believe that the issue coming into 2018 isn't that we have our expectations too low or that that we need to bring them up to be higher so that we can achieve them and feel good. No, I believe that expectations aren't high enough. I believe we need to raise our expectations. We need to lift our expectations towards, towards God. We need to switch on some faith. We need to raise them so high that we can't reach them, that our expectations are so high that they're not tangible to us, that we have to switch on faith to walk out the expectations that we have of God and things that He's promised and the things that He has for us, the desires and the things that He's put in our heart this morning. And so we're going to look at Abraham, Abram. I'm going to try and keep calling him Abram because that's his name at this point in the story. But a little backstory to Abram, which we don't kind of talk about a lot. Here, Abram has just come out of... um, He's left his family. Like a little while ago, he left his family. He's on the way to Canaan. He left his family in Haran because they were already going to Canaan, but they stopped and camped there. So God said, hey, set out. Let's go. I've got a promise for you. I've got nations for you. I've got kingdoms that want to come out of your family line. And we know that his wife, Sarai, can't have children. She, she can't have children, but, but God has given Abram the promise that there's going to be kingdoms and nations come out of him. And so they're on their way. And, uh, and he's with his nephew, Lot, and they split up because they have too much cattle and they need some more space to kind of let them roam about. And he splits off and he goes to the land of like around near Sodom area. And he's over there and uh, Abram's in his zone. And there's a bit of a battle that's taking place over where Lot is. And Lot gets caught up and there's like five kings and their armies versus like four kings. And, and Lot gets taken up and taken away with all the possessions. And Abram, he's like, my nephew Lot, I need to go after him. I need to chase them down. And so Abram takes like 300 of those in his household, only 300, and goes up against five kings. And we don't hear this story that much. I mean, we like to hear about the next part, which we're going to go into. But he chases down the five kings, rescues Lot. There's this epic battle. He defeats them. Abram wins, and God is with him. And we enter here. This is where we enter at this point, where God says, it says, after this, the word of the Lord came to him in a vision. So after an, an, an incredible victory, after an amazing battle where he defeats five kings, God says, do not be afraid, Abram, I'm your shield. I'm your very great reward because there's a bit of a target on his back at this point. And then Abram's like, yeah, God, that's great. Thanks, God. I'm, I'm, yeah. And then Abram says, sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And Abram has a bit of a whinge to God about wanting his, his firstborn, an heir to his family lineage. And this is where we find Abram in this point. And God says to Abram, it says, the word of the Lord come to him. And says he took him, he says, this man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He just sorts the deal out right there. 
Some of us have dreams and desires that we've been longing after. We've been waiting on God for, for all 2017, maybe years, maybe decades. And this is Abram. And he's like, what about this dream, this thing that you've put on my heart? I've been waiting for years. And God's like, oh, I'll sort that out. Yeah, he's not, you're going to have sons. All right, it's all good. And like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. And Abram's in his tent. Got a tent here. Who likes my tent? You might see that there's parts missing. It's how I like to camp. It's uh, just fresh, you know, it feels like you're out in the outdoors. But Abram's in his tent, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know how, I didn't do the research. I'm pretty sure he didn't have a tent like this. Um, although it would have been easy. I saw how easy the guys carried it out on stage. I mean, they could have just carried that thing on the way to Canaan. Like, they could have just gone to the promised land really easy with their tents, lightweight. They figured it out eventually. But Abram's in his tent. He's in his tent. He's not squatting like this. He's probably laying down, chilling out. And he has a vision. He's inside his tent and he's having a whinge to God. And he's like, God, I've got this dream. I've got this goal. I've got this, this thing. I want a son. And you're not providing the son. I thank you that we defeated those kings. You know, you've been with me all this time, but there's this one thing in my heart. And you put it there. You said would have nations come out of my heart. And he's in our tent. And sometimes we're in our tent. We're in our tent of goals and the things that we have. You know, they're really simple because sometimes we reduce the dreams that God has put in our heart to the lowest common denominator. God said to Abram, he said, I'm going to give you nations. Abram said, oh, I'm hoping just for a son. Sometimes God says, hey, I'm going to do this through you. I'm going to show you this. I want to use you in this way. And over time, we begin to reduce the promise of God, the dream of God in our heart down to the lowest common denominator. And he's Abram. He's, he's in his tent, limited view. I mean, I can see pretty good. But I mean, imagine if the fly's on. It's all zipped up, nighttime, he's going to sleep. And uh, he's in his tent and he can't see out that well. Because he's got his walls that he can, you know, sometimes, you know, imagine a swag or a small tent. Like I can't even stand up here without touching my head, right? Abram's probably in his tent and he can, he's got this goal that he can, it's almost tangible. Some of our goals are tangible. Some of the goals that we've surrounded with ourselves, we can touch them. We can reach them. We can stand up and we can touch it. We can reach out. We can grab a hold of our goals. We've created goals out of a human construct out of our limited ideas, and here's our goals, you know, we've got our goals and we can touch our goals. But in the next story, in the next portion of the story, it says that God took him out. God's like, out here, Abram's having a whinge in the tent. Abram's like, I need a son, where's my son? God's like, come out. Come out of the tent. Come out of the limitations that you've put around yourself. Come out. I've got the sun thing sorted, but come out. Come out. I've got to show you something. He's saying to you this morning, you've got some really good goals. They're awesome. They're great. But he's like, come out. I want to show you something this morning. Come out of your tent. Come out of the things, the goals, the lists. Come out of there. I want to show you something greater. I've got a bigger, a larger perspective for you. You think that that goal is great. Yeah, you might need a bit of faith for that. Wait till I show you what I have for you. Come out of your tent. And some of us have to step out this morning. Some of us have to step out of, step away from the collection of lists and goals that we get consumed with and get anxious about. We just got to step out of our tent. We just got to step away from it. Our Pinterest lists, you know, all the, the cookies and the cakes and the decorations and how we want to design our home. Let's, let's step away from that for a moment. Instagram, we might be seeing people going on some incredible holidays. I saw 
Someone was in Bali, and I'm like, man, I started looking up holidays to Bali. I'm like, that's got to tag that. Some of us have got to step away from these goals from other people that we take on ourselves. I've got to look like, my home's got to look like that. You know, if I get to the end of 2018 and I have like a, my home is designed perfect, the vision of my home is right, then I'm going to have peace. Then I'll feel good. When my home looks like my Pinterest page, I'm going to feel good. And God says, step away from it for a moment. That's all good. There's nothing wrong with that. But hey, step away for a moment. Step out of the tent and just leave it behind for a moment and come out into the clearing because i got something to show you. So what do you have to step out of this morning? What do you have to step away from? God's like, step away from the tent. <laughs> Don't go back in. And Abram starts to climb out of the tent. He's like, all right, God. He said, you're going to give me my son? That's good. And Abram starts coming out of the tent. And he can start to look around. He's looking around. He's like, okay, what do you want to show me? What's going on? I can't see anything because I don't have torches. They didn't exist. And God says, lift up your eyes. God says, come out. And he says, lift up your eyes. Change the direction of your focus. Those who like ride motorbikes and things know that you can't just look at the ground when you're riding because you're going to hit a tree. You have to look ahead where the turn is. You have to look ahead. And where you look is the direction you're going to take. I mean, it's with most, it's cars and everything too, really, is it? <laughs> Let's be honest. And God says, look up. I want to fix your eyes on a new perspective. I want to fix your eyes on a new thing. I've got something for you. And I feel like God's saying, come out, but look up. And don't look at the circumstances and the things that this year might bring you, which are all probably really good. There's probably a lot of bad things that have happened in 2017. You're hoping it doesn't happen this year. But God is saying, don't look down here. He's saying, look up here. Raise your eyes. Raise the posture of your heart this morning. Raise your expectation. He says, he took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars. Abram's like, yeah, one, two. God's like, you see the fry pan? Yeah, I see the fry pan. You see the lion? I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah, I see lion. That's awesome. And God's like, no, because seriously, like, don't count the stars. So he's like, all right, cool, cool. He's like, God put it in there. He's like, if indeed you can count them, don't count them. He says, look up at the sky and count the stars. And then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. He's like, you, you're just having faith for one son. The promise I have, the promise I come to you with, the dream that I have put in your heart is impossible. It's greater than just one son. You've got to come out of that tent. You've got to lift your eyes and see that God has some impossible things that He wants you to be a part of. He has some impossible promises. He has some impossible dreams in your heart. You might have some great goals and they're phenomenal. You might have some great lists to check off for the year and that is great. But I'm saying that there's something that God has for you that is not in reach. It's an expectation that you can't reach because you can touch the sides of a tent. But when you stand out of your tent and you start to look at the stars, you can't touch the stars. Your expectations are way up in the sky and they're, they're God-sized expectations and you can't touch 
them. You can't reach them. You can't achieve them in your own strength. You have to rely on God. And when, you, when your expectations get to that altitude, faith has to be switched on because you can't touch them. Only faith can receive things that you can't touch. So instead of some just good goals this year, I believe God is going to put some impossible dreams in your heart. Impossible dreams that span not just 2018, 2019, 2020, but generations. Dreams that go beyond your life. God is going to place in your heart. He's going to say, look, and this is the promise and the dream that I have for you. Step out of your tent. Look up and see the promises that God has for you for this year. It says in Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. His power. When we've got goals that are human-sized goals, we don't need to switch on faith. We don't need to turn on faith. We might step out of our tent and look up to the scars, but if we don't step out of our tent, we're just limited to our our own goals and our promises that we can reach and touch. But when we look to the heavens, when we look to what God has, faith has to be engaged. And now it's not in your strength, it's in His strength. You can rest easy. Anxiety will, being anxious about the things you want to achieve will dissipate when you need faith to achieve them because they're so big and they're so impossible that only God can achieve them. So we need to step out of our tent. We need to raise our expectation. You might say, I've got some high expectation. Raise them so high that you can't touch them. Get an expectation from God. Don't even come up with one yourself. You see, our problem is not that our expectations are too high. It's that they're too low. Our expectations linger too much in the realm of the possible, and we need to increase the altitude of our expectations once we raise our expectations to impossible altitudes, faith engages and we begin to live as Christ intended, as stewards to another world, stewards of the impossible. That's what we're called to do. Not just achieve our goals, but achieve and advance the kingdom of God. And that's what I believe for this year that God is going to put in your heart. So as we step out of the tent, as we raise our expectations, we begin to get a clear view We've raised our eyes. Our view becomes clear, crystal clear. And we see what God has before us. And that's what this whole theme is about, is getting a clear view. And I believe over the next couple of weeks that we're going to have some moments after each message where we can wait on God for 2018. And we can receive a dream. We can receive a promise of something that God wants to do in and through us that is much greater, much higher than we can ever achieve. But if we don't stop and move away and get out of the tent and raise our eyes, we won't be able to see clearly what God has for us. We won't get a clear perspective, a new perspective. It says in Hebrews, I love Hebrews. Turn with me to Hebrews 1. Let's turn there together. Hebrews in the Hall of Fame of Faith, where we find Abraham, all the others. Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. 
If you can reach your goals, you don't need faith. If, you can, if, you're, if the ceiling of your goals is low enough to touch, low enough to reach, you know, you've come into 2018 and you're like, you know, I'm just going gonna, gonna to have some goals and expectations of God that are this high because, you know, I can believe for that. I can reach that. Maybe you've got a backup plan. Maybe you're like, oh, if God doesn't come through with that, I've got something else sorted. Abraham, Abraham had a backup plan. Pastor Darren called it a side project last week. And look how that worked out. This only happens with faith. A clear view. A clear view of what God wants to do in and through us for 2018 and beyond. It only happens with faith. The impossible happens in the realm of faith. I believe God is saying, come out of the realm of the possible. Look up and step into the realm of the impossible for 2018. You might believe, be believing for a um, promotion in your job. And God might say, I see you running that company one year, one day. I see you being a partner. I see you starting your own company and influencing the city for the kingdom of God, influencing that realm of society. You might think, oh, I just want to get some gigs somewhere at a local pub playing guitar and believe in God for that. You might enter His presence and He might say, lift up your eyes. You're going to stand in front of thousands and influence them with the heart and the words that you sing with. You might think, oh, I just want to get my artwork into a, a little gallery. God says, no, I'm going, to elevate, I'm going to make you a phenomenal artist which moves people to seek God with your art. He says, lift up your eyes. It might even be simple, great things. You know, this year, I just want my kids to do what I say. Come on. I just want them to go to sleep so I can get some sleep. I just, God says, that's, that's a great goal. But I see, you know, He might put in your heart a vision for your family. He might say, look, I see, I see your son and your daughter doing this sold out and loving me, worshipping, and you start to elevate and see things that haven't happened yet. And you get a clear view. 2018. And I say, oh, I've been, I've had faith for years for something. Well, it says here, the faith is the evidence. Faith is the substance of things unseen. So if you have faith, you have proof. If you have faith, you have the evidence of the things unseen. It goes on in Hebrews to in 11 chapter verse 13 it says all these people it goes on lists a whole bunch of people living by faith it says, all these people were still living by faith when they died and they did not receive the things that they had been promised they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth it goes on and says in verse in chapter 12 it says therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. I mean, they're up, there's a cloud of witnesses. Abraham, he's up there, he's like cheering us on. It says, therefore, since we're surrounded by this cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. Let us throw off every weight. Step out, throw it off, just get free. He says, throw off every weight that hinders, every sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, 
the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Come on, who's ready for 2018? The Bible says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So what are you hoping in? Because we hope in Jesus, our hope will never be deferred because He is the object of our hope. And if anything this year, let's raise the level of our expectation and hope and put it in Him. Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.